0: Yo, 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 yo. What's good? It's your host, Marlon, of the Blowdown. Coming at you live and direct. You heard? Yeah, today we're going to have a have a little discussion about the Queen. The Queen, Nicki Minaj. New album's out. Um, but before we get into that, we have uh, Sabrina Claudio. No rain, no flowers. If y'all listening for something smooth and mellow, you know what I'm saying? It's the end of summer, dog days of August. You sit back and chill and sip on your little wine, little vino. You know what I mean? Put this on, sit back, relax, and chill. You know what I mean? It's a good look. It's a good look. All right. All right. Well, we're going to get started with the Queen Nicki Minaj. She finally dropped her long awaited album, Queen. It was delayed for a while. She has a hit record uh with Takashi 69 Fifi which she also threw on her album, you know. Just a that's a move to boost up the first week sales. We know what the deal is, Nicki, you know. But I ain't mad at her cuz of that. Uh she has some tracks, um, on there. The tracks with Nas is great. I don't think it made the album, but you can find it floating around. And, um, her album is, uh, pretty good, pretty solid. Ganja Burn, another single that she has released that's pretty hot. Um, Overall, I think it was a pretty good effort, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to keep it a buck. I haven't been really uh uh a big Nicki album fan, you know, when she went in the pop lane, she kind of, you know, threw me off a little bit. You know, she still got those type of records like a uh, bit with Adriana Grande and um but overall, I was impressed by it. She, she's, she's rapping her ass off, yo. She's rapping her ass off. She got Chung Lee, you know, Barbie teams, the controversial Barbie dreams, where she, uh, flipped Biggie's, uh, dreams of fucking an R&B bitch, you know, where she flipped it with the rappers and, uh, it's dope, but just for the record, look, Kim, she did that before previously. You know, nobody's been saying it. But uh she went on a big interview with Funk Flex and and she really, you know, got down and dirty. Expo expose, you know, she was talking about everything. She she's really This songwriting thing, ghostwriting thing, is really a touchy subject for her because it seemed like she went out her way for an hour to explain it. She writes her own raps, and you can ask Gucci, you can ask Wayne, and she called some dude from that group they were in and uh, things like that. Uh, Your boy Safari, you know, she went in on him. Saying that he used to steal her credit cards. Buying prostitutes. And spent $12,000 on a hairline with Tiger. I'm like, damn. $12,000 for a hairline. 12 bands for a hairline. 12 bandos for a hairline. Damn. I just keep my body, you know what I'm saying. 12, jeez. Jeez. Anyway, he retorted. Saying that, you know. She stabbed him, and you know, he took the blame. Said he tried to kill himself because you know he didn't want to want her to go to jail and back and forth on Twitter for a while. And the end result, he actually got offered a deal for (laughs) from the hair club for (laughs) man, he got offered a deal and 500k for a tell all expose book. So you know, after all that back and forth, it seemed like everything ended on a good note, but my boy Safari, who's had an interest, interesting 2018, to say the least, you know, but he getting his bag, you know what I'm saying, but also Nikki got into it with DJ Self from Love & Hip Hop, who's also a DJ on Power 105 up in New York. You know, the main radio stations up in New York is Hot 97 and Power 105, and, you know, uh, for some reason, she didn't hit the Breakfast Club. I wonder why. Maybe because her Charlemagne was beefing. Anyway, she got into it with DJ Self. She wouldn't record a drop for him, wouldn't give him a hug. Then went in on him. And uh, DJ Self said he don't have a problem with her. She just doesn't like him because he cool with Safari. And he has Dream Doll and Mariah Lynn. And it got very love and hip-hop-ish. <laughs> so they was going at it. Um, and so DJ Envy, he jumped in it, which, you know... You know, he shouldn't I don't think that he need to stick his nose up in the shit. But he jumped in and said, you know, uh Nikki threatened DJ self. She has some hung, she said she had some hungry niggas waiting for him at the station and they wanted to eat and shit like that. So they took that as a threat. So DJ Envy said they going on a ban So she getting no spares on Power 105. You know, DJs banding together. Now, this is a theory that has existed for years. There have been several artists that have been banned from the radio, but there was never no proof. This is proof that they do that shit. They band together and stick together. So, um, but really, I think it's more of a personal thing. That's why I think DJ Envy shouldn't... Stuck his nose in it, but uh, you know, he's under some heat himself because his ex mistress Erica Minna, from Love and Hip Hop fame she's been finding some shots at him on Twitter talking about she's gonna expose him and this and that. And then his wife Gia Casey she came back and fired shots, so it's getting very messy. It's like hip hop, is like the WWE now. I still call it the WWF. Y'all remember the WWF? So, it's getting very uh, <laughs> UFC-ish, you know what I mean? Also, I want to talk about the interview with Leah Cohen, or what Dame Dash calls him, Liar Cohen, the culture vulture, ex-president of Def Jam Records, He was there during the heyday with the Rough Riders, Rockefeller, Murder, Inc. And uh, he's been accused of uh, helping break up Rockefeller Records. And he did an interview with The Breakfast Club. He's now the president of YouTube. And it was very interesting. You know, he said that, you know, the most... Biggest threat that hip-hop has is this opioid use and this lean addiction. But yet and still, he said that he was not an artist that was on lean and talked about lean and promoted, you know, the perks, the zannies, and all that because he got to feed his family. So... This in case led to a question about Rockefeller, where she said he didn't know who Dame Dash was, <laughs> a guy that he made probably hundreds of millions of dollars with. He claimed that he didn't know who he was. So then Dame went on a tirade. He's been blasting them. He's been blasting them for years, saying the dude can't can't sell rock music and he doesn't know anything about the hip hop culture and things like that so what do you say about it you know can an old jewish white guy control the culture for us or do we have to step in and handle things ourselves you know I'll let y'all decide that get y'all take on that y'all can email me marlinglanton13 gmail.com let me hear what you think now, let's get into some sports. My Browns are back. My Browns are back. We're the IT team on hard knocks. I wish they wasn't on hard knocks. They tried to avoid it, but they're on hard knocks. Baker Mayfield, the number one pick of the draft, came in, did his thing, very accurate, mobile. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of pundits. Talking about he should start right now. But in my opinion, set him down for a couple of games. You know, set him down for half a season. Let him, you know, adjust to the speed of the game. Let him get in that playbook. He's going to have his time to shine. And, of course, if the Browns are out of it, you know, they should throw him in Let him get some game experience. But they got to get their receivers together. Josh Gordon is still on uh I I don't know what the deal is with him. He's on the mental break, getting himself together. You know, he struggled with addictions and he has some issues and the the dude was killing it in practice. So, you know, I'm waiting for him to have a speedy return. In the meanwhile, they talk about bringing in Dez Bryant from the Dallas Cowboys. Dez is a little older. He's a little long in the tooth, but if he can still run that go route and that slant, that button hook and get us a first down, he'll come in because we got some young guys like Antonio Callaway out of Florida. You know, this young guy, he's got caught with some marijuana and some strap, like a half a Glock 9 strap and some bullets on the floor. And, uh, up in Strongsville at three o'clock in the morning. You know, my mama used to say nothing good happens at the 12 o'clock midnight. You know what I'm saying? So they were victorious in their first preseason game against the New York Giants. And it's the IT team. And it's kind of cool to hear all these sports shows leading off with the Browns. So now we're in the public eyes. It's pretty fly. And uh, I want you to be on the lookout for this kid, Zion Williams, Williamson out of Duke, Duke blue devils are stacked this year. I'm not a big Duke fan. Actually. I hate Duke, but they got some three players that would be lottery picks. RJ Barrett. Who's a two guard. They got Cameron Reddish, who's three, plus Zion. They got the one, two, and three top recruits playing. It just ain't fair. So Zion is jumping out the building at nearly 300 pounds. He's like Charles Barkley with springs in him, <laughs> with hop. So, uh yo, that's it for now. The old school trivia be back. I got some more podcasts coming up. We're knocking them out every day, every other day. Hit me up. It's the Blowdown. Your host, Marlon. One.